Welcome to the Mama-holic Podcast, the show that helps busy moms find balance between their family and their dreams. This is the podcast where we believe you don't have to give up on your passion to be an amazing mom. And now your host, Haley Too. You are listening to episode six of the Mama-holic Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Too, and I am so happy that you could join me today. If this is your first time listening, you're tuned into the podcast that tries to help moms balance their family life and their passions. And I am so excited to get into today's topic because it is all about that. If you are a repeat listener and have been with us for a few episodes now, be sure to go ahead and click that subscribe button and leave us a rating. It really helps us get to other mamas out there and get our message across. So if you could do that, I would appreciate it so very, very, very much. Uh, That being said, let's go ahead and dive into the content today. If you've listened in on a few episodes, you already know what I'm all about, and that is the how-to, the strategy, the methodology to make work-life balance happen. But one thing I'd really like to dive in today is the why. Why do we want to have a work-life balance in the first place? Why can't we just be all life and no work if our family has the means to do so? And I want to get into that today and assign some value to you and your individual passions and why you should pursue those even if your family doesn't have a financial need for you to be working or if your passions are not creating enough income right now to really see a financial bump in your family's income. I would definitely say that this is the number one cause of mothers putting themselves on the back burner, putting their uh, career passions on the back burner while they're raising their children. They can't justify spending time away from their kids for something that doesn't pull in enough money into the home to make quote unquote a difference. Here is where I am going to ask everybody that's stuck in this method of thinking to go find a mirror somewhere pull down your visor if you must if you're listening to me in the car look at yourself and slap yourself straight in the face (laughs) and I I am just doing this because I need you to wake up and realize that your dreams your passions your goals are absolutely as important as anyone else's out there and money is not the only reason And it shouldn't even be a primary reason. It should be down the list, like number four or five, as a reason that you have something for yourself, that you build a career for yourself. If you are only doing something for the money, very rarely will you be truly successful in that. Money is the last thing that you want to be chasing. If you only have a job because you want money in the house, it's a want, not a need. I would suggest stepping away from that completely until you can assign more value to your passions and yourself than just monetary. For my folks out there who turn into me for inspiration, motivation, and want to be successful in what you do, If we step back and really look at it, there is a money aspect probably associated with it. But if you think about why you want the money, there's other reasons for that. Usually it's freedom, control of your time. It's 
the ability to travel with your family and have quality experiences. It's the feeling of accomplishment. Really, none of those things has anything to do with money itself. And it doesn't take that much money, if any money at all, to develop all of those things. You just have to do it at different sets of scales depending on what the income is. So we have to get off the track of thinking about money and what we're bringing in and does it assign value monetarily to the family because that's the last thing that I'm going to talk about today. Actually, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. We're not going to talk about money anymore. Let's talk about everything else that you having a career, you following your passions is going to bring into your household, okay? So the moment that you decide that you want to pursue something, even on a very, very part-time basis for yourself, you've reclaimed a part of your life and given it back to yourself. A lot of times when we have children, we just experience this completely new kind of love and we just want to give and give and give and give. And then somewhere down the line, we realize that maybe we've given everything and haven't kept anything for ourselves. And then when we try to take that back, that's where the guilt creeps in. And we need to sweep that aside because having time for yourself and growing, learning, building for yourself only enhances your ability to parent, to be a good mom. Okay, so let's look at that. Humans in general are programmed to want growth. They are programmed to want things to improve. Very few of us out there are actually completely content with things remaining the same. So if day in and day out, all you're doing is getting kids up, getting them ready, taking them to school, doing housework, making dinner, playing games, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. You're helping your kids. You're helping them learn, grow, achieve more. But what are you doing for yourself? And I know that there's these little pangs of guilt every time I say that. What are you doing for yourself? It's important for you also to be learning, growing, achieving, evolving at every moment because if we stay the same we're going to become stagnant and bitter and resentful of our lives and feel like there's nothing for us because we don't see any difference when we look in the mirror from five years ago we're doing the same thing and everything around us is changing and we feel left behind when we have that stagnation in our lives that resentment that bitterness It causes us to turn to other things like social media scrolling. You start looking at the highlight reels of other people's lives because you're unhappy in your own and you get even more bitter or jealous, which is a horrible way to feel. A lot of times we turn to retail therapy and start buying stuff and things to fill up the voids that we have in our own personal satisfaction. And the saddest thing that I see is moms will start resenting their children and they might not realize that they're doing it. But when you find your kids incredibly annoying, (laughs) I don't have a better word for it, when you're constantly being annoyed by your children for simple things like wanting to talk to you or wanting to show you something or asking you a million questions like every kid out there does and you're actually trying to escape as often as possible from your kids, whether that be through constant playdates or 
girls' nights or... Or are you guilty of locking yourself in the bathroom and hiding on the toilet, scrolling through your Instagram while your children are pounding on the door outside just to escape for a few minutes? (laughs) You probably don't have enough separation time from your children, and I assign a huge amount of value to that. Absence does make the heart grow fonder, even if it's just for an hour or two in the day. You come back to them a better person a better version of yourself, you're rejuvenated and you're happy to put your mom hat back on and get down on the floor and play with those kids or help with that homework or whatever superhero mom stuff you're doing that day, okay? And then the resentment isn't there. You actually are really enjoying your time because your cup is full. You've taken time for yourself. You don't feel resentful um, anymore and All around, everybody's just happier. Kids know when you are happy to see them or when you want them to go away. And none of us want our kids to feel like we don't want them around and we don't enjoy being with them. That's not something that any of us want. I want to make it very, very clear that I am so not judging the annoyance factor. It absolutely happens to me. I can identify when I haven't done a good job of planning out the weekend when Tyler is going to be gone. If I haven't made the effort to plan at least a few hours for myself, grab a sitter, and even if it's just working in my office, going out for lunch or dinner with a girlfriend, something for me, then I get that agitation starting to set in by the time Sunday rolls around because I've been at home by myself with a seven-month-old and a four-year-old, no time for me whatsoever, and I get burnt out and I start having the temptation to start a movie for my four-year-old and screen time him just so I can breathe. And that's not, you know, something that I want to be doing all the time. I just don't want my kids in front of TV screens so I can get a break. I would much rather them be playing with a sitter who will play games with them, maybe take him to the park or do some fun kind of activity, go swimming And I can get some stuff done and have something that was for me in my weekend. And then I go back to my kids and I've got renewed energy and I am so ready to just do the fun playtime things that we like to do. It's a win-win for everyone. Now we've talked about the personal benefits that you get from taking time for yourself and your passions, but let's also talk about the very real benefits that you get from dedicating a little bit of time every day to those passions, to that career. You don't have to be full-time right now. You don't have to be working 40 hours a week. As a matter of fact, I hope you're never working 40 hours a week. I think that's an arbitrary number that was created for employers to use to establish the difference between part-time and full-time, but I digress. There will be a time when our young children don't need us as much anymore. I, uh, My heart aches just thinking about that because my kids are so young now, but I know the day is going to come when they're out of the house or they're just in high school and at school most of the day and then in sports practices or whatever activities they're into. And I'm not going to be dedicating the amount of hours that I need to now to my kids. And I'm going to want to ramp up in my career. And that might be what you had in your head too. That at that point is the time that you would actually jump back into your career. 
Now let's think about if we dabbled just an hour or two a day of focused energy towards our passions, what would that do for your career over the course of 10 years? Think about two hours a day for 10 years. Do you know what that adds up to? I do purely because I have a calculator in front of me. That is 7,300 hours towards your passions by the time that you're ready to take yourself on full time. That's 3.5 years of full-time work experience if you want to break it down that way. How much farther would you be ahead in your career with that kind of time spent? What could you create in 7,300 hours? I'm guessing a lot because I know that my listeners are motivated and brilliant people. And if you think about that game of numbers and what it could do for you and your future, it's huge. It's just incredibly huge and it's a minimal effort and it's something that most of us can fit into our budgets to find a sitter for a couple hours a day or maybe work with our spouse or our favorite sister. I know I use my sister a lot to have some auntie time when I'm trying to get some work done. Uh, There are ways. Don't ever tell yourself that there's not ways to squeeze out that two hours a day. I promise you that if you are truly following your passions, the money will come and you will more than be able to pay for a good sitter to have a great time for a couple hours with your kids. Or better yet, if your kids are little and they're still napping, that's actually when you should have the sitter come because she can help you get some housework, laundry done, while you focus on those big dreams that you have. How great would that be? Less work to do around the house and more time for your passions. That sounds fantastic to me. That's what I've got going on right now in my home. Baby Liam is down for a nap. Nanny Sam is here and doing a little bit of laundry for me while Rowan is working on the painting project that I set up for him at the kitchen counter. So we've definitely got a system and it's taken a while to get that system in place. Uh, Actually took me years to figure out how to work through it all, but I would love to share how I did it and how you can do it in your own home uh, with you. And I've got some great free resources on our website. It's themamaholic.com. Jump over there and there's some great reading for you um, on how to get that system going in your own home. Or if you're a pinner, go ahead and find me on Pinterest And I've got some great pins in there as well you can put onto your family board. So that's all I've got today. I hope we've helped you establish the why in why your passions and goals are important. And they're important right now, not 10 years down the line, not even two weeks down the line. They're important. You're important right now. I'd love to hear from you and hear about what you plan on bringing into the world now that you've got some renewed energy to go after your dreams send me an email. My email address is Haley at themomaholic.com. And I want to know how I can help you. What questions do you have? What do you want to talk about on this podcast? Who can I bring on here to give you some insight and how we can help you achieve that better work-life balance today? Let me know. I want to hear. I'm always trying to improve and I want to make sure that I'm giving you the content that you are craving. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Momaholic, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to my mom. We'll see you next time.